Talking about the things that make your home service business go. Marketing, finance, systems, people. This is the Fight Club for Business podcast. Makes me that much stronger. Makes me work a little bit harder. Makes me that much wiser. Thanks for making me wiser. Now we're live. Let's <laughs> do it. Hello. Why, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Fight Club. Happy Tuesday. Yay. Good morning. <laughs> Happy Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Short week. Short week. Yes. Short week. Thanksgiving, family time, all the good things. But we're excited that you're taking some time this week to join us on Fight Club this morning. So welcome to Fight Club. This is a show for home service business owners looking to improve their marketing, finances, system and culture. And we are joined today by our guest Marvin. So excited to have you on the show today, Marvin. Can you just give us everyone rundown of yourself and your business please absolutely uh my name is marvin salcedo uh i own a little company over in tyler texas um we do uh lawn maintenance fertilization weed control landscaping irrigation christmas lighting drainage uh we're full service company um uh, pretty much all things outdoor um we have um on average about 75 employees and um we're just we're out here trying to save the world one yard at a time <laughs> i love that Trying to save the world one yard at a time that's fantastic i like that marketing tagline there um well th- super excited to have you on the show marvin my name is taylor maroney i co-own a power washing company in palm beach with my husband And I've been working in marketing for about six years and really found my passion in talking with business owners about how to understand that analytics behind the marketing. So what the numbers mean, how to put numbers and data and KPIs into effect once you do read them and how to make those decisions moving forward. So super excited to have you on the show, excited to chat about marketing with you and all of these kind of businesses we were naming off there for that full service outdoor small business that you do own. So welcome to Fight Club and welcome to the show. Thank you all for having me. And good morning, my name is Megan Likes. I'm the founder of Bookkeeping Academy Online. My passion is educating and empowering small business owners to know their numbers so that they can live more financially rewarding lives. I also own a full service accounting firm called Likes Accounting Company. And I own a window cleaning and gutter cleaning company with my husband, Jeff in Northern California. And I'm super excited to meet you, Marvin. And happy Tuesday, everybody. We missed you last week. It's been like 10 days since we've been on the show. It's weird. <laughs> um, welcome to Fight Club, Marvin. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm Michelle Marvin. We've met in a few pa- in a few past lives. Yes, and I, I run <laughs> I run pink collars with my husband, Doug. I love your color story. Every time I think of you, I think of green. So I hope that when people think of me, they think of pink. Um, yes, so I love I that. Um, and if you want to outsource your front or back office tasks to us, we can take care of your customer care. So that's something that we do here at Pink Collars. And welcome to Fight Club. <laughs> Thank you. And lastly, my name is Martha Woodward. And I own a maid service in a neighboring state, co-founder of Quality Driven Software. And my passion is helping people build happier workplaces. So Marvin and I have known each other for a few years through Service Autopilot. This is probably how we met. And uh, I appreciate (laughs) you being on the show today. And uh, Tay, let's get started. Awesome. Okay. So, uh, Marvin, since we do have a bunch of different services we're kind of going about offering to your clients, I want to talk about how you manage the marketing side of that, because each one of those businesses is going to have a different way that you want to be able to market those services. So what's kind of your overall, um, kind of number one way you market your services? And then my second question is going to be, is there anything different that you do for like, say, Christmas lights, for example, I know that's kind of the season you're in right now that you might not do for your other services throughout the year. So the bulk of our advertising is done through Facebook. Uh, We've had a great success uh, advertising through Facebook. Um, I spend probably I don't know, 20,000 plus dollars a year just on Facebook ads. Um, we also do, you know, your normal Google AdWords. Uh, 
And then <clears throat> we do tons and tons and tons of branding. Um, our branding is huge here in, uh, here in the Tyler area and everybody knows us. Uh, when I started over uh, five years ago, I passed one of my trucks and I didn't even realize it was one of my trucks until one of my guys called me and told me, Hey, we just passed you. And, uh, I, what it got me to thinking because my truck was white, just like every other service company or most other service companies out there. And it frustrated me <clears throat> and I wanted to become a household name so that when their uh, lawn company doesn't show up or they piss them off or, or whatever happens. I want them to think of me. And so I set out to uh, making us a household name here in East Texas. Uh, I literally went straight to the paint store um, and I told the auto guys, I said, let me see your paint book. And I had no color in mind. I just wanted to see what jumped out at me. And I started flipping page by page. And the first one that jumped out at me, I said, that's the one I want right there. And awesome. uh, I call it Salcedo Green. And uh, <laughs> everything we do is Salcedo Green, from our hats to beanies to hoodies, jackets, all our trucks, everything's green. And, and we literally have become a household name here in East Texas in the last five years. And Tay, you may not know this, but he even painted his cabinets in his house green. He's committed <laughs> to the green. He's we committed. committed. <laughs> that, that was my wife. That was not me. That was my wife. I love, is it the same like neon green with Salcedo green we've got going on right now? Like, cause we need it photos is. of this after the hundred percent it is. <laughs> that is yeah, fantastic. It. I love because. So I do want to dive a little bit deeper into your branding because it seems like you've put a lot of intention and thought and care into your brand and who you are in East Texas. And we can talk about Google ads, we can talk about Facebook and we can talk about all those things that you spend money on. But realistically, a brand is something that does come from the heart first and who the company is internally. And then from there you build upon that and you put the money towards it. So. I find it interesting that your your first gut reaction was not recognizing your truck on the road because that's something I feel like most business owners when they're first starting out. Yes, is, is branding important? Absolutely. Should you really think about that from the start? Absolutely. Do a lot of business owners have the money for that sometimes right off the bat? Maybe not. So I understand where business owners, because my husband was one of them, we had either a red truck or a white truck and it was like, it drove me bonkers when I would see those trucks on the road. And I was like, they're not going to remember us. Like they're not going to recognize that name and know who we are. So that gut reaction of yours to go immediately to the paint shop, pick a paint color out and say, this is it. And we're going with it is such an amazing step that most business owners probably wouldn't have even taken that day. They would have said, you know, I definitely need to get a, get a sticker or, a magnet on my truck. So that way I know that this is what our business is and who we're representing ourselves as. But for you, you went full blown. You're like, let's go. We're going with the green. We're doing the color. We're painting the cabinets. We're, I mean, I'm assuming, are they, are your kids green? I, I have to ask, <laughs> like, are your kids painted green? Like, I don't, <laughs> we've got cabinets, we've got everything, but <laughs> um, as far as your next step after the color. So what was the next kind of move into your brand that you said, this is what we want, how we want to be represented in East Texas outside of the green. So just getting our name out there. Uh, one thing I've always said is people don't know to call you if they don't know to call you. And, Absolutely. Uh, you know, it, it's, you know, I, I've had people tell me in the past, you know, oh, man, I didn't even know y'all did this. And I was like, well, that is, that is a failure on my part because I didn't let my audience know what I do. And so I set out to, to just get our name out there as much as possible. Um, I printed up flyers. We, we knocked doors. I mean, just thousands and thousands of, of flyers, just getting our name out and then blasting out um, content on Facebook and just, just literally forcing ourselves in front of people. And uh, that way, you know, we, we became that household name. We, we set ourselves up as an expert in our market 
so that when people had questions or concerns or frustrations or whatever, we were the first ones they thought of. Uh, and so, I mean, we literally forced ourselves in front of people. I love that. Now I have to ask, cause you did say you do a lot of Facebook marketing. So do you, because of the branding that you've done, because of bringing yourself as an expert in your community, do you tend to get people on Facebook reaching out, asking questions or asking for, or asking for guidance as to how to go ahead and go about doing their services that then into jobs? Yeah, I get, I get tons of uh, just some people, they want to, you know, DIY and that's fine. I, I don't mind helping people out. I'll help them out as much as I can. And I point them in the right direction. I show them the chemicals that they need to use or, or you know, the process of what they need to do. Um, I have tons and tons of videos that I've created on how to's and just showing people, you know, hey, if you want to do it yourself, these are the steps you take. But if you don't want to do it yourself, give us a call. And it's I, I'm not real big into pushy marketing. I'm not um, I'm not that guy that's going to ask you. I'm, I'm not going to be the hard sell. Um, that's just not who gotcha. I am. Um, but I'm going to give you the information and set myself up as the expert so that when you realize that you don't want to do it yourself, who are you going to think of? Well, that guy I that was just taught, thinking taught that. me how to do it. He's the one I'm going to call. And that's, that's what we've done. I, honestly, I, we, you see this in marketing all the time where we companies and your marketing representatives do recommend to make these videos. And the, the reason behind that, it's not just to show your services and show your team and you do, but it is also for the people that do want to try it themselves and then do realize, wow, there's a lot that's going into this. There's a lot of work that has to get done. I would yeah. much rather pay Marvin and his team to come out, knock this out for me and get it done efficient. So I, I really appreciate you kind of breaking down both the branding, which is, again, I'm just going to repeat, Marvin saw his trucks on the road, actually his trucks, I should say, had his team member call saying, hey, I saw you. And that was the initial reaction for him to get his branding under control. And then from there, you went into really kind of blanket, fully blanket marketing the entire East Texas area that you're in to be able to be that household name. And then you supplied options and videos and resources for those homeowners to use to be able to, if they wanted to do it themselves, which is completely fine. I know my dad's one of those people. He will do it himself till the day he dies. And if he didn't want to, if he got into something that was too big of a project, I know my dad's the type of person that would say, I trust Marvin. I followed his videos. He knows what he's talking about. I'm going to give him a call because this is too big of a project for me. So Marvin's really himself as an expert in his industry through his brand, through his um, networking and emotional connections with his clients, and then also through his social media pages like YouTube, Facebook, and things of that sort. So I really appreciate you talking about the brand, how you've developed it, and how you've become, excuse me, become that expert in your area because. That's a really a lot of gold that you just gave to the listeners out there. And I hope that something has resonated with one of them because your homework's coming guys and it's going to be a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Wow. I love and, it. I feel um, like you, Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was just going to pass it off to you. Meg. <laughs> well, I feel like we like talked about a couple things I wanted to talk about. Marvin, I love to like give a menu of options so that you can tell me what you're most passionate about. Um, so on right. my menu was the financials of branding. So like, the strength of having a solid brand so that your advertising dollars go further and they're actually, they tend to be less because you have this solid name, you have this recognition, you have all the touches leading up to the call. So we can talk about that. Um, I wanted to mention the Learning Center because that's freaking epic and it's on your website. You have an entire YouTube library. I mean, you could be a YouTube personality from what I've seen. <laughs> it's, I mean, you just, your personality really comes through on those videos and you've done a great job of getting your ideal customer to know, like, and trust you quickly and easily and without ever having to talk to you, which I think is brilliant. Um, or the third option is we could talk about the client login center. We could talk about how do your clients uh, interact with you around the finances, um, are they paying their bills automatically? Do you have credit cards on file? Uh, Fight Club was just at a cleaning conference 
And I don't know if we weren't talking about credit cards on file anymore, but after last week, I realized we are. We're still talking about credit cards on file, keeping accounts receivable down, and how to like streamline the, the business. So I'm gonna let you choose of those three things, which sounds most interesting. Oh me. man, they're all good. Um, <laughs> oh, what was the first one again? It was the like the strength of a brand in your finances. Oh, okay. Well, I'll tell you, let, can, I, can I touch on all of them real quick okay, well, and I'll and go fast? Yeah, totally. I mean, okay. I, I'm curious if you have, so backstory briefly, I've been rebranding for almost a year. We are having our trucks, we have an appointment in six days to finally get everything wrapped. We are totally the white vehicle people right now. Awesome. But we're not gonna be white vehicle people anymore. Um, we went through a company <laughs> called Kick Charge Creative and they talk all about the increase in revenue once you have a solid brand. Typically you see more than 100% increase in revenue in less than the first year. And so yeah, I would love yeah. to hear if you have any data around that, around how your revenue changed or how your ad spend went down. <clears throat> like, I'd love if you could fill us in. So let's back up uh, 18 years ago. Uh, before yeah. I, I was really, really strongly branded, um, you were I used to drive around right? in, in an old pickup and, um, I, I noticed that the moment I upgraded my truck and I started making myself more professional, it was easier for me to land jobs. Um, I used to have an old 86 F-150 that I drove around in and I mowed out of the back of my truck. And I mean, that's how I got started. I just, I, I got started. And then I upgraded to a, a, a nicer truck, a newer truck, and I immediately started landing more jobs. Um, let's fast forward to well, five there where they like, they were probably nicer jobs too, right? Higher they were much more profitable jobs. Um, with the older truck, I was, you know, picking, scraping the bottom of the barrel, low end jobs, uh, stuff that nobody else wanted. That's what I was picking up, uh, with the, uh, newer trucks because I, I was portraying more professionalism. I was able to pick up higher end jobs. Uh, fast forwarding to five years ago when I really set out to, to brand really, really hard. I'll tell you, branding is expensive up front, long term, uh, it's cheap, um, because your, your cost of acquisition does go down over the years. Um, on average, I'm spending, I don't know, five or $6,000 a truck to paint them uh, logo them, get them out the door. Um, but we, we don't have to do as much advertising. Matter of fact, we were growing so fast this year. Um, I actually shut our marketing off completely in March, um, because we were picking up clients so quickly. Uh, we literally could not take them all on. Um, can you share? I mean, that's amazing. Congratulations. Can you share a little bit what that means to you? Like what's fast growth look like in your company? Cause you're established and it sometimes helps other people. Like, are we talking 10% increase in revenue this year? 30% increase revenue. We did about 150% growth this year. So uh, we just I, I actually, I bought out another company. Um, and we went from 1.6 million and we'll do a little over 4 million this year. That is insane, Marvin. How are you talking to us right now? <laughs> are you still standing? I don't understand. And it's Christmas light season, which we're not even going to touch on because I because can't I have lots and lots of managers now that help me take care of the day to day stuff. Okay, so uh, he did spend a little bit of money to acquire a new company, but one hundred and fifty percent growth, zero advertising spend, the power of a solid brand. Because people, when it's so funny, I'm gonna go spend two weeks with my mom uh, here tomorrow, and uh, she really needs a lawn care company. She's never had one. She's always done her lawn herself, and she's like, "I know the guy I want to hire, but I don't know his name." And I'm like, well, you know, "Do you know what color his truck is?" And she's like, "No." I was like, "Do you know anything about him?" And she's like, "He works really hard and has a great smile." And I was like, "Oh my goodness!" I can't Google that. Like, how do I find him? Um, so That's tough the power of a solid brand because the people they know they want you they yeah. know what color you are they know when they pick up that phone e oh even God. if you don't know the name of our company you can ask just about anybody who the green trucks are and they will tell you exactly who we are 
That's amazing, um, Marvin. Yeah, I mean, and, and, and to back up a little bit, you, you said zero advertising spend. I wouldn't say we had zero advertising spend. Well, yeah, like, as we've gotten 20. into like Christmas lights and stuff, we've spent a lot of money, you know, at ramping that up. Uh, but you know, we I, did cut off our advertising in the middle of the year. Well, and I'm sorry, but I'm I'm an accountant, so we love to round. So if you're spending twenty thousand dollars a year on Facebook ads and you're making four million dollars a year, that's it's like minimal, less than skills. one. It's less than a half of a percent, like less yeah, it's than one percent. It's, yeah. it's nominal. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. Okay, so hopefully somebody heard that, that even when you're over a million, you can still have serious growth. Investing in, and this is helpful for me, Marvin, because I hate spending money and the amount of money I'm doing <laughs> is like, it hurts. Like these checks that I've been writing, I'm like, oh you, my God, this you, better work. This better work. <laughs> but you hate spending money on marketing, let's be clear. I, that's true. That's true. I'm very good at that. Um, so uh, the investment front is going to hurt, but it's going to pay off and it's going to lead to, I would call that exponential growth. I would call yeah. that like a very established company just blowing up. So I, I kind of want to just like mic drop it right there for you, Marvin, and say, good job. That's fantastic. Well, thank you. I think you, you inspired some people today. Um, and yeah, keep up the great work. I'm going to pass you to Michelle and she's going to talk probably about how you're able to be with us right now because you probably <laughs> you're not a crazy person right now. Well, it's interesting because I think this year a lot of acquiring has happened. I've heard this story over and over. People are picking up other businesses. People are adding other services. People are doing new things. And so there's a lot of acquiring happening. Tell me what it was like uh, for you to acquire this new company. It was larger than yours financially or about the it same was. size. Tell me. No, okay. they, they were almost twice as big as we were. Okay. So you, you, you bit off the big guy. Okay. And then tell me how you integrated the two companies together in terms of systems. Start with the CRM. Tell me what that was. Tell me the phone system and then tell me how you communicate with your people. Cause those are kind of the hot topics and, so, and how you smashed those two together. Tell me, I would love to hear it, please. It, it's I'll tell you, it's been a bit of a nightmare. I can um, imagine. I can imagine. Especially at the very beginning. So we actually bought out two companies this year. Uh, one was Gracious. really big and one was really, really, really tiny. Okay. Um, and uh, the, the tiny one was super easy to integrate. It was a one man band. I bought him because of uh, what he did. Uh, he it. owned a uh, organic gardening company. Cool. And uh, okay. I wanted to branch out into that. And so I bought out his company. Uh, but as far as uh, the the big monster, um, <laughs> they they did about uh, not quite twice what we did last year, but close to it. Probably seventy five percent more than we did last year. Wow. And, um, we were initially supposed to buy them out January first of twenty twenty. Okay. I've actually been working on this deal since twenty nineteen. It took us over a year to, to complete the deal. We were wow. supposed to buy them out January 1st and it got delayed and then it got hmm. delayed and then it got uh -oh. delayed and we <laughs> okay. took them over March 1st. So going into the spring rush, we bid off Lord. so much. <laughs> Lord. Okay. <laughs> and to say it was stressful was an understatement. <laughs> wow. Um, because of a lot of their systems were archaic. Okay. Um, they were, you know, almost, they did, uh, 2.75 million last year. Um, and they, uh, they were still doing a lot of things on pen and paper. Uh, Shocking. Shocking. Yes. <laughs> And so we, so we had credit cards on file. It's crazy to me. We, Mind blowing. We we had to integrate all of that into uh, our CRM. Of course, we use Service Autopilot. Yep. And uh, you know, I I had one lady who uh, literally spent the entire first month just doing data entry of contract. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred um, percent. I mean, it was it was insane. Um, and then just to take the different, um, departments and start implementing service autopilot into those departments without crippling the department itself. Um, sure. cause 
you know, switching so much so fast. Um, had sure. I switched everything over on day one, uh, yeah. everything would have ground to a halt. Yeah, and so exactly. There, there's some departments that I took six months to actually implement service autopilot into. We wow. dealt with the clunkiness of pen and paper and daily job reports and having to transfer that data into service autopilot. Okay. So <laughs> It was clunky and it was slow, sure. uh, but now we're 95% fully implemented. Yeah. Um, oh, there's still huge. a couple of things we're working through, um, but that that was one of the hardest parts. The the as far as implementing, uh, you know, tr meshing the the two companies themselves. Mm -hmm. One thing that I really had working for me is we we have a great company culture. And I've, I've worked really, really, really hard on our company culture. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I think that that is vital to the success yeah. of our company. And, yeah. you know, I, I, I have always treated, you know, my, my people the way that I would want to be treated. And when they have problems, I'm right there with them. And I talk through yeah. it and I help them. And, I, you know, I, I treat them like people. You know, they're, yeah. they're, not, they're not numbers to me. They're, they are mm -hmm. human beings. And they, they have struggles and, you know, I want to be there for them. And so, you know, we, we, we've, for the past several years, we've had people fighting to come and work for us because <laughs> of our company culture. Oh, and so great. we had that going for us. They had a really good company culture for the most part. And so okay. we were able to mesh that. There's been a few things that we worked through, but it's, it was minor. I mean, just differences of how we did things versus how they did things. Sure. And, Eh, sure. minimal um but to to bring them alongside and show them that hey you know i i know you've heard the rumors i know that you've heard i'm a jerk <laughs> and then, you know all of this kind of stuff no that's not who i am and i've even had guys who, who came back and told me um i had one of my guys tell me the other day they said hey uh before you took over we heard that you you know you were just mean and hard to work for oh and, man and you know because it's rumors i mean people sure. you know, they, they see this success and they don't want you to have a success so they start rumors and it's just mm -hmm. so uh, they they when he said you know after you took over he said uh you know that i, I realized that you're, you're a great guy to work for and i, I really like you so oh that's I mean, awesome kind of hit me right there I was got just, you in the field <laughs> it, it, i love it i love it uh, so, you know, I, I love the people that I work with each and every day. And, you know, I, even though it was a struggle and it was stressful, I wouldn't change it for the world. I absolutely so love it. When you took over these folks, right? Because you basically adopted an entire company of I people. <laughs> you basically just like doubled your entire employee base. How? What systems did you use to kind of train them in the Salcedo methods? Did you have them kind of shadow with your existing guys? Are they kind of standalone? How did you get them integrated into the way you want to have things done? So um, we meshed our crews. Uh, almost, from day, okay. almost from day one, we meshed the crews. So we Got took it. you know some of my guys and put it with some of their guys. And uh, we just said, look, this is how we're going to do things. And, and we just, we kept preaching that this is not my company and your company and our company mm -hmm. and their company. We are one company. We happen to have two different names. We happen to be two different colors. That's not, yeah. you know, we are one company. And we preached it and we preached it and we preached it. And even now, you know, there's still some mine and theirs. And, and we have to sure. keep reiterating, hey, guys, we are one company. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so we, you know, it's it, I think that that helped the most is just taking our culture and immediately throwing it into theirs yeah. and then just saying, look, we are, we are a family. This is who we are. Yeah. And, and then, you know, of course, while they're riding around in the truck all day, they talk, we get to know each other, of course, they get to know each other. And, yeah. you know, they, uh, you know, all of my guys were able to calm their fears about coming over to the new company and, sure. uh, you know, out of the what 40 something employees that, that came over, I think we lost three. Wow. That didn't That's make huge. The, w one who didn't make a transfer. He left a week after, um, yeah. but he was actually in the process of, 
quitting at before we even took over. Got it. And then the other two guys, they didn't mesh with our culture and they, they promoted themselves to client and they took off. Yeah. I mean, they just, they, they, they weren't good. (laughs) So when you double that many people, it puts a strain on some of the systems in your business, right? And then you see the holes, right? I mean, I was yeah. talking to our business coach yesterday and he said, well, the next thing that'll break is gonna be this operations part, right? We have a great operations person, but that's gonna be the part that's gonna be strained next. How do you? How did you include all those people into your systems quickly and get them trained? And what pressure points did you see break when you, doubled your business essentially overnight? So the first thing it did is I tried not to make any changes uh, other than absolutely vital ones the first month. Got it. I, okay. I, I did. I just wanted to see because, you know, looking at when I, when I was looking at purchasing the business, you see things from the outside, but it's not the same as when you're there in the, you know, in the in foothills the every day. Yep in the trenches. <laughs> yeah. and, and so I tried not to make any major, major changes the first month because I just wanted to see how everything went. Other than we sure. started the data entry and we started getting everything because we knew that we were going to switch over to service autopilot, but I didn't yeah. switch any of the crews over to service autopilot right away. Really? I it, okay, good. No, I, I, for the first <laughs> month we didn't do, other than the data entry, we didn't change anything. If, if you were doing it on paper before, you did it on paper the, the, the next day. Wow. Like okay, we just smart. did not change it for at least a month. And then, um, so we took over March 1st, and I think we kicked off um, Service Autopilot for the lawn maintenance April 1st, if I remember okay. correctly. So we waited a month. Mm-hmm. And uh, we started with lawn maintenance. And then uh, we did irrigation next. Um, and then we did bed maintenance and then landscaping last. Okay. Um, and so, I mean, it was, it was a process over several, several months to get everything yeah. switched over. And, uh, you know, even, even right now, some of our bed maintenance, they forget the clock in and the, <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's yeah. been a thing, but we're working sure. through it. I um, love it. So we try not to change too much too fast because I knew it was going to be a shock of us yeah. taking over. Cause I think they announced that we were taking over the week before we bought them out. Oh, wow. So it was quick. Um, it was quick. Um, and so I just, I didn't want to be that guy that walked in on day one and said, we're changing <laughs> everything. Yeah. Cause exactly. then I would have had a mass exodus and then that would have been True. horrible. So, and so I just, I let them know that, Hey, this is who we are. This is our heart. This is where we're going. And I preached the vision and I let them buy into the vision. And then it was a smoother transition because I I showed them, Hey, this is where we're going. These are my, these are my goals. This is what I want to do. And and then it was easier for them to come along for the ride because they had bought into the vision. I love it. Well, that cues you up perfectly to hand you off to Martha, who's going to talk to you about people. Thank you so much, Marvin. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And we'll see. I'm usually the one that runs long and you talk about people so much with Michelle. We'll see if I can (laughs) be short. Um, But I'm curious, Marvin, have you always, I mean, ever since you had employees, have you always taken this stance where the stance of service to your employees or did that evolve? No, I've, my dad raised me to treat people the way that I wanted to be treated. And so my entire life, um, you know, I've, I've always strived to, uh, to, to treat people the right way. Uh, Cause I know that if I fight for my employees and they, I let them know that they have, I have their back, they're going to fight for me out there in the field and they're going to take care of me. They're going to make sure that our clients are taken care of because they know that I have their back. Uh, matter of fact, shortly after we took over, uh, one of the employees from the new company, he came to me and he told me, he said, boss almost threw down today. And I was like, what happened? He said, man, somebody was talking smack about you at the store. He's like, but I had your back. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, that's awesome. I mean, he's, he's been a part of the company like two months, and, but he was ready to throw down 
because he had bought into our vision and he knew that I had his back. And so he was going to have my back. Yeah, that's cool. You know, I'm curious because you do a lot of networking with your peers and you know, you're around them fair amount. And yes, ma'am. so do you find yourself coaching your peers around employees and how they should treat their employees? Because I know that a lot of people have, they haven't wrapped their head around the act of service to their employees. Yeah, no, I, 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 I try to point people in that direction all the time. Um, because I know how important it is. And I know, you know, that if, if my employees, if I fight for my employees, they will fight for me. Mm -hmm. And I want to pass that on to my, uh, my, my fellow entrepreneurs that, that they realize that they will be more successful if they support their employees. Right. Matter of fact, shortly after we took over, um, we had a problem, problem, some client. Mm -hmm. And uh, they called in and they they were berating our uh, employees out there on the job. They were yelling and cussing and screaming. And, and I was like, you know what? I'm not going to have it. Mm -hmm. They were a good client. They paid a lot of money. And I was like, you know what? I am not going to tolerate that. You are not going to talk to my employees that way. And I'm sorry, but we are no longer going to service you. Mm -hmm. You need to find somebody else. Yeah. And my, my employees realized that I wasn't chasing the dollar right? that I was having their back. And, and I even had one of my, uh, one of the managers or one, you know, one of the supervisors come to me and said, Hey, thank you so much. You know, yeah. I, I appreciate that you stood up for us. Nobody's done that for me before. And, yeah. you know, I'm just, I'm not going to tolerate it. I don't care how much you pay me. You're not going to talk to my employees that way. Yeah. Yeah. You can talk to me that way but you're not going to talk to my people that way. Yeah. Well, I don't know that I'd even let them talk to me that way, but I, I'll tolerate it for a minute, yeah, <laughs> but for a, minute. a short minute, long enough to fire them. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, sometimes those opportunities to have a sacrificial lamb that you show your employees that, they are actually more important to you than the client is yeah. so powerful. You don't want to manufacture those opportunities, but when they come along, boy, they can be very powerful. And it was, it yeah. was. And a matter of fact, that client called back like four times begging, begging. to come back on yeah. board. And yeah. I just told him, I said, no, absolutely not. I don't care how much you pay me. Yep. They showed you're not going to be our client. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just quickly, if uh, I'd love for you to touch on some of the things that you do for your employees. I see on Facebook, you know, you're always feeding them. So <laughs> that's one thing I know you do. But talk about, because it is, you know, people have to realize that these things are an organized effort. I mean, they, yeah. you know, some things are spontaneous, but some things are planned. So tell us a little bit about what the day in the life looks like at, uh, or the week in the life looks like at Salido's Lawn. So yes, we do feed our employees. Uh, I try to do something at least once a quarter. Uh, we'll have Taco Tuesdays. We'll feed everybody breakfast tacos, or we'll have a big party. Um, and just lots of food. I know that the, the, you know, I tell my guys, Hey, if you're going to be late, show up with food. Um, <laughs> you know, you'll buy a little bit of forgiveness if you bring me donuts or something like that. Mm -hmm. So I know that the way to most guys heart is through their stomach and you know, <laughs> yeah. we feed them. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, I, I love on them. I, I try and, you know, when it's hot outside, I'll show up with a cooler full of drinks and just pass out waters. And I just, mm -hmm. Hey, do y'all need anything? You know, I'm not here to, to, you know, criticize your job or anything. Just do you need anything? Yeah. Um, we, um, what else do we do? Um, I, I sit and I talk and I listen to them. Uh, I try to make a point to actually just, just have a conversation with them. 
and just ask them about their day, how their weekend went, what's going on in their life. Is there anything they need help with? Is there anything that they see here at the company that's going on that we can change? Um, Cause you know, I know that I don't know it all. Uh-huh. Um, and, and some of our best ideas have come from our employees and just listening to their, their feedback is huge. And then seeing that we take what they say and then implement it, uh, I think is key. Cause a, a lot of times I, I have seen uh, bosses in the past that, you know, you're going to do what I say and I don't care and it's my way or the highway. Well, you don't necessarily know it all. And, you know, I just because you give me feedback doesn't mean I'm going to use it, but I'm going to at least listen to your feedback and then weigh weigh my options and then see about implementing it. But, you know, I just the biggest thing is I try to take care of my people as much as I can. You know, we provide. uniforms with jackets and hoodies and beanies and hats and you know stuff to to make their life easier and i i try and provide them with new equipment and just stuff to make everything that they do as easy as possible um i just i try to take care of my people yeah uh we've we've provided um we do uh vacation time for every single employee from top to the bottom um sick time uh 401k uh health insurance uh not health insurance life insurance we're working on health insurance we're i'm hoping to implement that next year um but we we've, we've tried to do as much as possible to take care of as, as many people as we can that's awesome that's awesome um i <clears throat> i know what my homework is going to be from something you said so i'll save it I'll save it. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much, Marvin. Um, Tay, you. I'm going to pass it back to you. Did you guys know it's Tay's Did you know it's Tay's birthday? Oh my happy gosh! Birthday. Happy birthday! Oh, no, no, you guys were going to do that. Hey, happy birthday! Wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. That's stuck in a Fight Club is terrible about birthdays. And I was like going to let this slide, but I can't let it slide, Tay. You hurt my feelings saying I don't like spending money on marketing. I know it's your birthday. <laughs> my feelings are hurt. I spend money on marketing. I just choose to spend it on my staff, not on mm-hmm. traditional advertising methods. And nice job is sponsoring this week's episode. And nice job makes that so easy for me because I can literally tell my staff, hey, would you like to tip your technicians today? I'd be happy to tip them for you. All I need mm. is for you to leave a good review or a review if you could leave yeah. a review and the nice job makes it super simple for them to leave a review in the places that they're always leaving it so tay i'm sorry to call you out on your birthday but i do <laughs> i just spend it with my staff i love to brag on my staff i love to give all that marketing dollars to my team as bonuses <laughs> um and if you are a listener this week and you're wondering what is nice job and how did it take megan's company from nine google reviews to 276 google reviews in less than 15 months you should check it out at get.nicejob.com and use our discount code FC number four B for business. Um, and we'll put all of that in the chat. And Tay, I still love you. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Thank you. Tay. I love you too. Love you guys. Can um, I say yeah, one more thing? Hoping no yeah, more. please Marvin, give it to us. Uh, one of the, one huge thing that we do uh, that, that all the employees love is when their birthday rolls around, we make a big deal about it. We we have uh, meetings every Tuesday. We have a big company-wide meeting uh, where we just go over safety and stuff like that. And we call out the birthdays and we give them a little birthday bag with goodies um, <laughs> every time a birthday rolls around. And so every week we've got a birthday or two or three and yeah. uh, you know everybody claps and cheers and um, yeah. that, that they seem to really, really love that. That's awesome. That's so fun. I love that. I love that. A system for birthdays is what I just heard. Yes. A system. Yes. Yes. A system. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, awesome. I am excited. Now we're going to talk about homework. So everyone during this segment, we just like to remind you that we don't want you to do all five, but well, Potentially pieces of homework. Marvin, you're more than welcome to get some homework if you feel obligated to. Um, 
what we want you to do is just pick the one that speaks to you this week. So that way you're focusing intel and focusing and being held accountable and being diligent on completing that one piece of homework because then you're moving the needle forward in your business. So as far as marketing homework goes, I want you to just set a timer for about 10 minutes. Envision yourself sitting in traffic and then you you see a truck go by. Now, it's technically your truck, but do you recognize it? Is it memorable? Is it something that sticks with you? If it's not, and you realize it's not, spend the rest of that 10 minutes just thinking about how you can make those adjustments. If it is, write what you do love about it, so then you can be able to incorporate more of that into your branding and into your message that you're speaking to your potential clientele. So that's gonna be your marketing homework, just a 10 minute sit down with yourself, thinking about envisioning your truck on the road and if it's memorable, if it's not, and then from there breaking down as to why. All right. Like it. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, that was a long I'm a note taker and Tay made a really long homework. So sorry, when I'm typing <laughs> like mad, it's because she's talking too much. No, just kidding. Uh, we love you. Um, Okay, so for your finance homework, I, we're going to piggyback a little bit on that. I want you to think about, I actually, I gave a talk last week in Las Vegas, and we I, inflation is coming up a lot. People seem stressed about inflation. They seem nervous about inflation. They're a little nervous mm -hmm. about the amount of cash that they have in the bank as inflation goes up. And I got asked probably a dozen times last week in Las Vegas, like, well, what should I do with the cash where, you know, if, if it's if it's like actually kind of wasting away in the bank account, what, what should I do? So. <laughs> Um, full disclosure, I'm not telling you to spend all your cash, so that's my disclaimer. But if you feel like you've got a little bit of money in the bank and the word inflation scaring you, my recommendation last week, and I think Marvin just absolutely backed me up, was I think the safest investment is investing in ourselves, right? And investing in our company. And so mm -hmm. this is me giving you a little bit of permission to do some research and spend a little bit of money on marketing and branding right now. Because the way inflation works is you can spend today's dollars in future income, right? Like that is going to generate future income for you that is actually worth even more money. So Marvin, that was a really inspirational story of how quickly you grew this year, how effective your branding money was. And I think it's kind of poetic that a lot of business owners might be sitting on PVP money or might be sitting on idle money and they might be sitting on more cash than they've ever had in their life. And uh, investing in some branding right now, I'd say is a pretty sure bet. Now, um, please you know, have a discussion with your financial advisor about how much cash you should be reserving. Please don't spend it all on marketing and then call me upset that it didn't work out. Um, and also <laughs> I think you know, talking to professionals about the best thing for your buck in terms of branding dollars, um, Tay's homework is gonna help you with that a little bit. But that is my challenge to you this week is if you're worried about inflation and you feel like you've got some extra cash, I would look at some ways that you could invest in your company so that you can generate future revenue that is going to be worth more in the bank in the future. So that's your finance homework this week. Cool. And your systems homework this week, usually we talk about internal systems, things that you do within your business. But I loved, Marvin, how you saw an opportunity to grow your company by purchasing somebody else. I can promise you, and I know this because I feel it when our clients reach this time of year, there are people that are not leveraging their cash flow properly. And November and December is when they're feeling the pain. So right now might be a good opportunity, a good time of year to make an ask of somebody in your market, make an ask of a business owner that you see that you think, man, I think they're a really cool thing that I could bring into my company as a purchase. Now is a really good time of year between now and the end of January, February um, to, to make those asks and do that due diligence. So I'm going to ask everybody to, in a systemized way, open up your eyes, see around in your service area, who might be needing, you know, a hand and who might be able to have a conversation about possibly being purchased. So I love the fact that you went out and just grabbed somebody like that. I think that's awesome. And don't be afraid if they're a bigger business than you. Marvin, I guess we could probably call him and ask him all of his ninja tricks on how he actually <laughs> gobbled up the elephant in his service area. Um, so don't be afraid if they're bigger. So look around. This is a really good time of year to leverage this time um, and see if there's something out there that you can pick up. Okay.
and people homework. So Marvin mentioned how he loves to go out and just take care of the crew. So show up and if it's a really hot day, just show up with water and so forth. And that was one of my favorite things. I am not, I'm really kind of an absentee owner now. So I don't do these things like I used to, but that was one of my very favorite things to do is those surprise visits. And yes, they expect that you're there to inspect the job. That's what they think you come for. But, you know, I would bring ice cream or, you know, cookies from this really great bakery or something. And, you know, the, the extra side effect is that sometimes the uh, client got to see how you were taking care of the employees as well. But that's not why I did it. You know, anytime you have an element of surprise with an act of service, it goes a long way. So that's going to be your homework. What element of a surprise that's combined with an act of service could you implement, you know, once a quarter or something like that? Sorry, that was kind of long too. <laughs> It was good. It was good. Okay. Tay. Awesome. Well, Marvin, do you, um, would you like to give oh, any homework? Is there anything you'd like to, um, I think y'all covered it. Y'all hit it from every angle. <laughs> good. Good. Okay. Well, if that's so we the like. case, then can every, can you just let everyone know that if they did want to reach out to you, did want to talk to you, or at least be able to view some, in, some of those awesome videos that you do have online about your business, what's the best way for someone to contact you? Uh, best way is send me a message through Facebook. Um, and if you uh, hit me up on my private channel, uh, just Marvin Salcedo, um, <laughs> you send me a message through my business, it might get lost in the mix. But send me a message, um, you know, send me a friend request or whatever. And uh, I'd love to chat with you. So reach out to me. Awesome. Super. I love it. And we always end Marvin with a quote of the week. And I loved the fact that you scooped up a vegetable garden company. I think that's awesome. I'm a gardener myself, so I love mm -hmm. it. And the quote of the week this week is by Pearl Zoo. And it is says that metaphorically, organizations are actually like vegetable gardens where each capability is a different type of vegetable. <laughs> I thought it was fun. Yeah. I like it. I get like out it. there and and work your business like a garden because all of those vegetables are there for your taking so i love it thank you all for joining us today on fight club and keep fighting and everybody have a super tuesday thanks marvin good to see thank you thank y'all for having me thank you happy thanksgiving, happy thanksgiving. yeah happy, yes, thanksgiving, happy thanksgiving everyone happy okay. birthday Tay. yeah happy birthday <laughs> yeah. okay bye Bye-bye. Connect with Fight Club for Business. Join our Facebook group where we have weekly homework, accountabilities, and an awesome community to help you fight for your business. Facebook.com slash Fight Club for, as in the number four, business. Fight Club for Business.